Welcome to another episode of the Sports by Fry channel, uh, YouTube and podcast form. My name is Fry, JLO is back again joining me. Another AFL fantasy episode. Uh, apologies in advance, my Sports by Fry commitment has been a bit all over the shop lately. My mum and dad are in Toronto, so I'm hanging out with them instead of writing blog posts. So, sue me, but I do have a life, so I'll get something out soon. This video slash podcast will be out uh, before round 21 tips off. How'd your uh, round 20 unfold, my friend? Yeah, we, we haven't, sorry, we haven't done a sit-down Sunday because we've been flat out since yeah. then. Yeah. Uh, but we did manage to watch a lot of the footy over the weekend. Almost pretty much all the games, yeah, actually. Missed the game, to be honest. Um, but yeah, how'd your fantasy team follow, unfold? It was uh, up and down. My back line held up really nicely. Midfield was like, I must have had, I must have had all those gun players who played last week. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, got, yeah. Like the 150s, 40s. Must. Um, Did you have Seb Ross though? No, I didn't. Nah, no one has Seb Ross. <laughs> well, we, I've thought about it a couple of times after you, you said it earlier. I've thought about it for like two years straight and just never done it. Oh, Next year, it passed. Yeah, we, I say that every year. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, there was some, like you said, there were some huge scores on the weekend. Yeah, and then, but my forward line was a bit patchy. And mm. So I, I ended up with a, a solid score for the round. I actually beat you for once, but in terms of like where I was ranked, I was probably only ranked like 20,000 or 30,000. Even though I had a wicked week, it was just a, quite a wet. I think the dude that won the round was either the high 27 or like two sevens or it was two eight or something. It was unreal. Yeah, good but yeah, uh, good on you, mate. As you did here, JLo did beat me. Uh, is it the first time this year? Yeah, first time ever, mate, probably. Let's be honest. Well, that's been don't, don't just, uh, don't set yourself short. Yeah, Stephen mate. Hill and uh, Stephen Motlop are valuable characters. They are. Uh, do add a lot to the uh, Chris Florican squad. They so. do. It's a, it, they don't add necessarily fancy scores, but they add uh, add heart and uh, passion. Yeah, you know? they're the blokes you want on your end of season trip. You want Stephen Motlop uh, coming to Bali with you because that's yeah. where every AFL team seems to go on their end of season trip. Yeah, Stephen Hill just sitting there quietly in the corner, <laughs> not much to say. You know, so. I do love Stephen Hill, but yeah, he doesn't seem, doesn't seem like he'd be the life of a party. Yeah, well, his brother's the total opposite, which is yeah. a funny thing, anyway. So. Anywho, um, Stephen Hill, Stephen Motlop, Steve Rioli, whoever we're talking about, there is uh, still three weeks of fantasy footy left. So there's six trades left, very important trades, obviously. Um, you mm. Yourself, you're not in any leagues, as we discussed the last couple of weeks, um, for finals ramifications. If you do find yourself uh, lucky enough to have the week off because you won your first final... Oh, yeah. You could potentially look at doing a double downgrade this week. You did a double down last week, didn't you? Yeah, was, I got four, just just a tick under five hundred in the bank, which I'm going to have to use all of. To, yeah, because I'm going to anyway. We'll go into that later. But uh, yeah, I've got a ton of money. Well, bank. that's what I was going to say. Is a lot of people. I got a couple of questions this week from people asking me like, "Is a double downgrade a good move?" I think if you have made it through to the next week of finals and the league is what you want to win, right? You don't too fast with overall rank then. Lock and load, trade out two bench rookies, make as much cash as you can, or whoever you have to trade out to um, yeah, throw on top of a couple of premiums. Mm -hmm. I think that's a wise move this time of year. Yeah. Even though I am playing for overall rank, it's still like I've got 22 dudes on my field that I'm like, they're solid players. Like, it's not like there's anyone there. I'm just like, oh fuck, I have to get rid of them ASAP. It would be a bit of a luxury upgrade if I did get rid of them. So, mm. double downgrade in a good spot. Yeah, but double, double downgrade is still a play even if 
um, you do care of overall rank. Got to be careful in that last week. If you know, if you've got a couple of Richmond blokes, no one would because they don't score. But <laughs> if you did, they might rest against going into the finals. Minor premiership wrapped up. West Coast will yeah. probably be similar, and probably whoever's in the. If you're in the top four, you, I would rest. You know. Yeah, it doesn't make a lot of sense for a team who locks down a final yeah. spot in so that last fortnight to yeah press their guys. So. I could very easily see. Collingwood saying to Brody Grundy, who's easily their most important player, I like just sit this one out. Against they three, the they play three in rounds. That's right. If they block top four up, which isn't a guarantee, but just something to keep in the back of your There's mind. There's a few dudes, like Gary Ablett is a big one for me. His scores, um, if you don't know them off the top of your head, make sure you go check out Calvin's Captains. I'm pretty sure we talked about him there on the Dream Team site. But long story short, Hawthorne is easily the team that Ablett scores the best against. He scored like... Something crazy, like 15 straight scores over 120, and like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Like, I had to literally reread the numbers, I was like, that can't be right. So, a lot of people are like, oh, well, I'm loading up on him, because he's got Hawthorne this week, then he's got Gold Coast, then he's got Fremantle. Yeah, but, yeah, Ablett is one of those players, and Selwood... Oh, so another... Collingwood have in the last round, then? Collingwood Oh, sorry, it must be that um, Geelong has Gold Coast in the last round. But they do definitely play Fremantle in... One of their last yeah. two. So, yeah. Sorry, you're right, yes. They do play in the yeah, three, two, I remember now. No, no, you're good. Thanks for the uh, autocorrect. That's why you're here. Good man. Um, but, yeah, Gaz is one that I'm just like, I don't really want to touch him. Not even though even though his form looks amazing. Not after your early season experience with him. You know? Yeah. So I traded him in, in round two, three, the week he played the Eagles yeah. and decided I'm going to put the captain's badge on him and he scored 70, so... Did get injured too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He injured his hammy, and then uh, instead of getting Jack McRae, I traded in Patrick Dangerfield, and the rest of my season is history. At least so, you didn't have to retouch Danger. Anyway. <sighs> Actually, 2020 hindsight. So. Yeah, I do have both of them in my team now, so mm. you win some, you lose some, you give him some. Uh, team selection. Were you bit by any injury bugs? There were a lot of changes. But a lot of them seem to be not fantasy relevant players. Maybe in draft. The sol- well, we did lose the Silent Assassin, Stephen yeah, Hill, well. to a quad. Can we? Post, we now yeah. need to keep calling him the Silent Assassin. Yeah, well, yeah, we'll think of something else. He's we'll always. Come up I'm gonna. Player. You know what I'm gonna do from here on out in my career? I'm always gonna save like about 450k and just put him on the bench. Just bench. What? Why not just put him in like the last defensive spot if you're gonna? Well, have no, him. but if I have a full defense or something, you know what I mean? Like I'm just I'm benching. Yeah, I, I just want. The I technically have a full defense, but Kate Simpson, uh, his scores back to different. Yeah, I I just um I'm a little bit iffy with Carlton, uh, Gold Coast, anyone who's gonna get pumped. Yeah, well, actually, sorry, Kate Simpson is another one on that um rest radar. Yeah, you're right. Totally yeah. right. Although you, I I feel like he might just play the. There's two games left, you know. He, he doesn't know how many games of footy he has left. That's a good point. Like, yeah. Yeah, anyway. um, yes, team selection. Yeah. He, <laughs> with the exception of the solo assassin. Um, no, nah, that's just injuries like Joel Smith was mm-hmm. out. but uh, So I'll have to patch those holes this week. You had Joel games. Smith on your field, is that right? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Been, uh, it's been a rough, rough year up there. In your defence, uh, you have gone on a couple of, uh, what's the word, High risk, high reward plays yeah, yeah. Um, to try and make that last final jump, and you have to do that at this time of the year, especially if you're in a position like yourself. And like, I probably should be doing a similar thing. Like, eighteen thousand out of one hundred and forty thousand isn't that yeah. great? Yeah, it's, well, it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, similar deal. I wasn't bitten uh, by any bugs team selection wise. Maxi Gorn apparently 
was walking laps at training yesterday and um, apparently it's his calf that was giving him a little bit of strife. But yeah. Simon Goodwin has said he's locked and loaded like a certain starter for, okay. I think they play on Sunday. But yeah, um, I don't want this episode to go for too long, but let me just quickly burn through a couple of the uh, fantasy things. If you do have uh, Bailey Rice, St Kilda dude, um, I had him on my bench for a while. He's back into the side. Um, Josh Battle, another Saints cash cow, has been there. Uh, oh, he's back from his jaw? Nah, he's out. Oh. I don't think oh, it was his jaw. Didn't he? I think he got concussion on the weekend. He injured himself somehow on the weekend. I'm so just thinking that. about his other, did his jaw or his nose. Or yeah. But yeah, he and um, Nick Caulfield, who I don't think anyone would still have, but they're both out. Um, a lot of changes again in the Geelong game, from a uh, Geelong perspective. They have Ryan Abbott delisted after getting 93 on the weekend. Doesn't necessarily equate to a good game of footy. Absolutely not. And Reece Stanley is coming back in. So. Yeah, fair but right. it would have been nice to see Abbott get a couple more points. Yeah, I guess going up uh, against uh, Hawks with no... McAvoy. He's, he's not there, is he? No, they have John Segler, who's actually in my draft team. Because I, I had started with Paddy Ryder, got injured, so I got rid of him, got Sanderlands. Yeah. But when I picked up Sandy, I picked up Sean Darcy too. Okay. Um, I'll, make this, I'll yeah. make this quick. And then when Sanderlands was out, I played Darcy. Darcy was a late out one week. Okay. And that was around the time that Segler started playing. So I was like, fuck this, I'm just going all in on Segler. And he's got about 80 on 90 every week from since. So you take it, right? thanks, Johnny Segler. Yeah. Um, but yeah, better, not a, better than Steph Martin. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Anyway, let's talk about him a bit later. But uh, not a lot else to report from the Geelong Hawks game. Ooh, Huge changes in the uh, sweeping. Yeah, in the Suns Tigers game. Um, Bashahooli's in. Prestia's in. Soldo's in because uh, Toby Nankervis is out injured, which could again hurt a couple of draft teams. Good for Jared Witts though, if you've got him. Very big. Or if um, you're looking to move Steph Martin because he's been playing a bit dodgy. Yeah, Witts could be a nice unit. He's the one bloke I would. I would trust in that team to at least get Would's a 90. He? Yeah, because he's got the hit-outs, you know. True. And he seems to get like 40 or 50 a game. Every Ruckman seems to get 40 or 50 in the current league. Um, Ainsworth, Jared Lyons, Swallow and Stephen May in for the Still Suns. Still no Mickey Barlow. Still no Mickey Barlow. Yeah, they're going for the tank. Though. He's going to play the last game of the year and have like 150 and everyone's going to lose their fucking minds. Something crazy like that's going to happen. That'd be fun. Um... Oh, surprise, Andrew Gaff, uh, if no one's heard this, so you've been living under a rock, he's not playing this weekend. Um, Dom Sheed and Archie are back in against his former side in Port Adelaide, actually, interestingly. Okay. Um, not a lot to report from the Port side. Sam Pepper's out, that might, again, hurt a few draft people. Um, from the Giants-Crows clash, Deledio, Green, Dawson Simpson and Sammy Taylor all outs. Again, I don't think a lot of people would have them, and the ins... Very similar. I don't think a lot of people would have them apart from Timmy Taranto. Um, however, when he probably got injured slash dropped last week, Even two the, weeks ago. also that weird middle drop. Anyway. Yeah, people probably made a move on him. Um, from the Crows side, not a lot to report. Cheney or Douglas come in. If you have Cheney or Douglas in your side, you're not doing fantasy right. No offence. Tommy Cutler's back in for the Lions this week. Big Tommy Cutler fan. Watch him drop uh, 93 points on the weekend. Yeah. James Aish, Dugowie, and Adam Oxley are the ins for the Pies, with uh, not a lot out. Um, and then the Sunday squads, there's a, they haven't been finalised yet, but... Higgins um, is in, though. I was going to say Higgins and Declan Mountford, shout out to Deckers, um, in for the Kangaroos. Yep. Bulldogs side of things. Couple of people do, I still, still have Tim English. <laughs> Randomly I hope they don't. Don't they on their bed? Poor bastards. 
Um, but yeah, Tim English has been uh, included into the squad. Uh, Rourke Smith, the only omission from that one. Demons versus the Swans. When it comes to omissions, um, Joel Smith's broken collarbone from the Ds. He's the only uh, out from those games at the moment. I mean, the sides could obviously change. Darcy Cameron and Dan Hanabry are the ins into no, the squad. Wouldn't be surprised to see Cameron play against Gorn. Yeah, that'd be interesting to watch, they actually. Might, they might say, that, you know, Sin- uh, Sinclair's going to need a ton of help. When they played... Um, who did they play when he made his debut? I can't remember. When Dusk made his debut, he sucked. Yeah. But I didn't actually watch the game, so no, I don't know no, like no. how yeah. his scores suffered. Anyway. Um, and finally, more big changes in the Frio Carlton game. Kennedy, O'Shea, Andrew Rubrashaw, the silent assassin Stephen Hill and Darcy Tucker are the outs with about 98 people coming in yeah. from both sides with Sam Switzkowski uh, apparently set to make his debut for Frio. Um, forward, 170k up. Okay. So that could be a nice like downgrade target if you want well, to kind of... He's going to play the year out too. Maybe, so, maybe not. Um, probably will. Probably. It's, but like we've said, Frio does have that bit of that youth Rachel policy. Rachel is a bit of a mid-forward anyway, so he might just be a good little yeah. replacement. Could be. Um, but yeah, he could be a perfect like downgrade target if you want to make a bit of money. You could get rid of Josh Battle or someone like that yeah. just to pocket as much cash as possible, which is, funnily enough, uh, a situation I'm in this week. Yeah. I think with my trades, I'm going to be going Joel Smith just down to a 170k. I'm probably going to get Francis Watson because I'm a big Franny Watson fan. Yeah. Um, and then I will be... I don't know. I really, really want to get rid of Isaac Heaney. Mm-hmm. And at this stage, if I do, I'll be bringing in Metagola. But Steph Martin to Brody Grundy is just almost too tempting to pass yeah. up. I would love to see the, the tackle numbers for Melbourne's opposition. Because that would okay. that would give me a fair bit of... of uh, that would probably be Heaney in or out for me. If yeah, I yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's a good point. They, Melbourne seems like sort of team who plays really free flowing, so maybe tackles would be low. But I, I don't know. So I think off the dome, uh, this is an educated assumption, but I think from memory that the D's are pretty tough to score against fantasy wise recently. Right. Um, across the board, I think they're like in the high end, middle of the pack. Yeah. Like ninth, eighth, something like that. Hard, like hardest, high end. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, sorry, they're like the sixth or seventh hardest team to yep. score against. But I think in the last month or so, they've been pretty stingy. So They did have goals. So. True. Um, but yeah, I'm a little bit hesitant to keep Heaney because he's got, I think he's got them, then he's got the Giants, and then the, I don't know, he's got yeah, t- Hawks or something, like another tough-ish team. So yeah, a little bit worried. So yeah, I'll, I'll do one of those two moves. At this stage, I think I'm just going to fuck it and just get rid of Heaney. Everyone else seems to be doing that Martin to Grundy move, so I might just buck the trend. Because I genuinely think that even though Grundy's played them two or three times, his scores against Port, who he plays next week, are very low. And Steph Martin has only lost like one or two fantasy Mm. matchups this year. Very, very different um, kettle of fish to when he beat Brody Grundy last time. I think it was 130 from Steph and 110 or something like that. But um, 33 to 110. Well done. Book it. But yeah. I do not have a lot of faith in Steph, but I have more faith in him than I do in Heaney. So that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, interesting. I, I've got a bit, I, I'm okay with Heaney at the moment. Yeah. He's had a bit of a dodgy run for like two weeks, but came back from that injury, got 100, like looked okay. The Swans have just looked a bit out of sorts. They have not You're right, actually. And Heaney's playing that sort of weird sweeping backman role. So I think if, if, if they manage to get back on track, yeah. like, and Heaney might just be fine. Like just back to 
arguably a top six forward. Well, he was, you know. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I think I'd be leaning towards the Martin Trave. I'm going either of those two. Um, I think he's he scored two sixties in his last three, but I think it was also sandwiched with a ninety. Yeah. And before those last three, from memory, he I think he had a hundred yeah. or a high nineties, eighties, something like that. So really. Considering how in flux the forward line is at the moment, it's not a terrible move. Gonna gonna play around with the C this week or keep it. Tempted to, if I do. Um, I think drop it. it No, there was someone I was like, oh fuck yeah, I'm gonna go that person. I'll I'll think about. Tell me your trades and I'll look through my team. So I need to obviously move uh, Smith and Hill out of my backline, which Mm -hmm. actually is nice because it'll really shorten my line up. Yeah, there's. I think that'll leave me with a full backline in all honesty. So I'll go. What I'm thinking is uh, Hill for Chris, because I think he might be turning the corner back to his early season form. Like yep. He had that 100 and something last week, and you know he's down 100 off his season start prices. Yeah, right. He's still averaging 90, so I reckon he might be a good go. And then uh, I think I'll just plug the hole with Jakey Lloyd, even though Sydney doesn't have a great run. If, if they're getting flogged, it's going to be down there a lot. He takes all their kicking. So. Jake Lloyd seems like... Lock him I don't want to jinx it. I'm going to fucking jinx it. But he seems like a pretty safe 80 plus each week. He's at the got moment. a great moustache, so I'm just going to roll with him. That's you know. a fucking perfect criteria for mine. Bloody um, Patrick Dangerfield was the sneaky captain because I've yeah. talked about Gary's. Hawthorne. Hawthorne. Talked about Gary's huge numbers against the Hawks, but I'm pretty sure Danger has some solid numbers and he's starting to play himself back in a fall. He's gone that big 150 against the Crows mm. a few weeks ago, had 128 last week, so. Yeah. That's the one that I reckon is like a real dark horse. A lot of people will go like Whitfield or Grundy or those like mm. popular, maybe slightly uh, unique dudes. But yeah, yeah. Dan- I like Danger. Tell you what, after after a bit, we did a bit of a deep dive earlier in the week on you know, into the West Coast game, and we were we, did, we yeah. highlighted Luke Shuey has a field day at the Adelaide Oval. He does, yeah. Like, I'm expecting a big one. From him. I think anything under 105 will be a. Fail. Not just like a, oh, that's no, last, that's last five say. games at Adelaide Oval is average over 113. Yeah, so like, I'm, I'm just just tempering expectations. Of course. I'm no Gaffey in the mid. Nah, uh, no Gaffey. I'm a little bit worried he might get a bit more attention. Yeah. Um, I don't have a dedicated tagger, do they? No. Nah. Power Pepper's out. No. So it's going to be pretty fun. I don't think Power Pepper's even tagger. He just oh, he sort of plays a bit of that role, though. He just tackles anyone who's near the fucking ball. Yeah, it's going to be a real free-wheeling game. Yeah, game, actually. I think it's going to be a crack. That'll be match of the round for me. I'll tip that right now. I reckon Hawks-Cats is just a yeah. blockbuster. Well, like, their rivalry, time. their history, it's just... Yeah. Um, of course, it's a little. It's a very easy pick. Which was the game of the round last week? Oof. Ah, uh, great question. Um, so there was five games that were decided by less. The first five were decided by less than a goal. From the Friday night clash might have been the kick of the. All right, night. let me let me get this up. This will be the last thing, and then I'll promise I'll wrap up this video. But I genuinely want to pick the right answer here. Uh, which was your favourite game out of the last three? Big floggings. Uh, I'll take the derby, mate. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that was, was a weird little game. That was a weird game. It was after the gaff incident, which I refuse to discuss because I do feel sorry for the dude, and no, he didn't. Clearly need to dislocate Andrew Bradshaw's head off his shoulders. But, um, yeah, that was a weird game. Uh, Swans beat Collingwood by two points. Yeah, no. Crows beat Port. Yeah, Kangaroos that beat was Brisbane. A, no, that was a rip. Yeah. That might be it. I think the Tigers-Geelong one claims it. Job. But I didn't watch the second half. So oh, I, I watched the Adelaide-Port game, and that was a good ending. I watched so. the end of both. I would just... 
take the Tigers one? No, I'll take the show down then because uh, I did watch that one. That was fucking epic. Yeah, it's um, a comeback, so that you know. Yeah, true. You almost have to give the tip of the hat because of the comeback. Anyway, that's true. Good on you, Geelong. Good on I mean, you, good Geelong, Geelong Wayne Richmond, Richmond. all the boys. Good uh, on fingers, you, Stevie Hill. <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, you're still in the hunt for a uh, AFL fantasy flag. Um, this is the week that, yeah, if you won last week, a lot of people are straight through the prelim, but three weeks left of fantasy season, so even though it's six trades doesn't sound like a lot, it's not a lot, but there's still technically, if you play the traditional downgrade upgrade, three upgrades that you can make, so... Three potential premiums, there's still heaps of three left, heaps of fantasy. Absolutely, so yeah, don't give up on the season, even if... You may have, you know, lost bowed out of the finals by now. There still is that pride of overall rank times. to play for. Yeah. And sorry, it's been a few times I've nearly yeah. bowed out. A couple of times myself. Yeah. But even if I say this to everyone, even if your team turns to shit, just bring in your favourite player. You can't not have fun watching your favourite player score fantasy points. Um, but regardless, good luck for round twenty-one. Fingers crossed. Uh, like I said, you're still in the hunt. If not, good luck for next season. But yeah, hopefully start, well, you can start. Planning for next season, take some gambles, see, yeah. see if some, you find some gems, you know? Absolutely, yeah. there is always... That'll make it fun too. Always like diamonds in the rough to be found. Yeah. Um, yeah, thanks for tuning in, listening on the podcast, rating and review. If you're watching on uh, the YouTubes, make sure you subscribe, thumbs up. Until next time though, peace.